and this is Discontent, a podcast about nothing and for no one. How was uh, everybody's week? Nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened this yeah. week. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, ha- happy Labor Day. Happy Labor the, Day. The laborers. Yeah, it's it's been a lot. So I, I'm doing too many things. Too many things. I can't. Between school and grad school and census stuff, I was trying to do like mental math last night, and I uh-huh. miss I miss subtracted seven from ninety two, and was like, oh okay, it I just can't I can't math anymore because my brain's too tired, and I gotta go to bed, and I gotta not wake up, and I would like to just <laughs> I would like to skip to the part of the year where I'm not doing all of this, and I told myself that September would be rough. But now we're in September and I have regrets. Yeah, I mean, you you did this to yourself, Corey. <laughs> I did this to myself and I just have to suffer through it. Congratulations, you played yourself. I know. So, but you're literally the Green Day song, Wake Me Up When September Ends. I very much am, except it's going to be, I guess it'll be the opposite because it'll be like, I'm going to be awake until September ends and then I'm going to sleep for the rest of my life. <laughs> Let me go to sleep when September ends. Yes, but uh... <laughs> The the two things that I did do this week that aren't work related was um I watched Project Power, the uh Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon Levitt, like powerful, like super powery kind of movie. Um mm-hmm. which is a lot better than I expected it to be, to be honest. I went in thinking it was gonna be kinda dumb, and it was actually pretty good. And then um The Art of Self Defense, the Jesse Eisenberg movie, uh about toxic masculinity, and that was also quite good it's very dark and very weird but like also very enjoyable so both of those are good movies to pass the time um but that's the only things that i did this week besides watching mythical kitchen in 15 minute increments in in between all of my various jobs yeah uh so we discussed gossip girl last week as like a theoretical thing that was gonna happen and then it kind of accidentally happened Mostly Sam went off the rails, like, yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, well, so I was very... I was bored this week. I wasn't really doing anything. I was playing Neopets, if I'm being completely honest. That's my life now. I've I've dove straight in, and I'm not stopping. But anyway, so I was watching a lot of Gilmore Girls. But before we talk about Gilmore Girls, I do want to mention another movie I watched. Not Gilmore Girls. Not Gilmore Girls. Gossip Girl. They both start with G's. One of them started in 2007, and one of them ended in 2007. It doesn't matter. It's fine. But... I don't know. The reputation of one is very different than the reputation That's, of the other. Yes. I mean, yes. But so on Saturday night, Sean and I were looking for a, like a kind of like bad movie to watch just for fun because neither of us were paying all that much attention and we just kind of wanted to watch something to watch. And so I suggested as I was looking at lists of like bad movies on Netflix and HBO and et cetera. And one of them was Deep Blue Sea, which is a shark movie. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those like, you know. It's not Jaws, so they had to do something crazy to make it interesting. No, it's not the Blake Lively one. It has Samuel L. Jackson in it and LL Cool J and uh, just a bunch of other people. But anyway, the plot of the movie is that these people break the Chimera Code to make... (laughs) Sharks' brains huge, (laughs) and it makes them very, very smart. And they're like on a ocean base, like kind of like a. It looks like an oil rig almost, but like it's repurposed for shark research. And so the sharks like are so smart that they ostensibly like 
bite a man's arm off so that he'll get medevaced out of the base. But then the he- they crash the helicopter by jumping out of the water and grabbing the man's stretcher while he's hanging from the helicopter. So the helicopter crashes into the, the, the base and then the sharks swim into the flooded base and eat everyone in the in the whole research base. And it's revealed at the end that the shark was doing this because it wanted to break free and be free of the base. And so it was like luring the scientists through different parts of the base so that they would flood it so that it would be able to escape because there were high fences on the outside perimeter. But if the base sunk, the fences would no longer prevent the shark. From- it was it was the craziest movie I've ever seen, and I loved it. Did any of the sharks talk like Ron Funches? No, but I wish they did. Buckle up and wait till Suicide Squad, I guess. I just, very good, very good smart shark movie if you're looking for, if you're a big fan of the Meg, it's very (laughs) Meg-like. Who's a big fan of the Meg, Sam? (laughs) I'm a big fan of the Meg. I think I like shitty shark movies. I think that's a genre that I really enjoy. I don't know what that says about you. I just think they're very funny. Big brain sharks. I think it's very funny. All right, Delio, did you have anything that you wanted to contribute to? I mean, your, I didn't. Uh... I didn't watch anything. Again, this. I want to make clear that we start. We all. Well, Corey didn't. Sam and I started watching Gossip Girl this week. I started rewatching it. I watched like three episodes over the course of like three days and was like, "No, I'm out. I, I can't <laughs> handle this. This isn't for me. I. I am not 14 anymore." And so I bailed, and I watched Harley Quinn instead for the rest of the week, and that's a good show. Speaking of Ron Funch's King Shark, it's a very good show that I highly recommend. But yeah, Gossip Girl is bad, and I guess we're going to talk about it. Yeah, so instead of, since, since I did not have time to watch any of Gossip Girl except for two YouTube summaries of a couple of seasons... Um, and also, since Delia couldn't handle watching more than a couple of episodes, rather than watching all the way through, Sam might. We'll see. Stay tuned yeah, for that. we'll see. <laughs> uh, we're going to dive deep into the year that Gossip Girl premiered, because 2007 was a time. 2007 was a very big time. We're going we're gonna to talk about it. And, you know, I, I feel like the best place to start is with Britney Spears because <laughs> Britney, Britney is the most relatable in a lot of ways. And just the, the, the I don't know. I don't think we're going to change it. We'll, we'll post it on Instagram. But the mood of this entire episode is going to be the meme where it's Britney with her shaved head. And it says, if Britney Spears can get through 2007... You can get through this day, but this day is 2020. And that's the, we just all have to have that mindset of Britney got through 2007. So we'll, we'll make it through 2020. Maybe, hopefully leave Britney alone. Yeah. <laughs> that give, also happened in 2007. I think. Give Probably. Britney legal control over her life. Yes. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> leave Britney alone now means let her be her own uh, custodian of her estate and stuff. Okay, um, so first thing that we, I mean, first thing is Gossip Girl. What did right. you guys tell me all the reasons you couldn't handle it? Yeah, Sam, how how much did you watch? How far I, did you get into it? I have to pull up Netflix to check how many exact episodes I watched. So just talk for a second while I do yeah, that. Yeah, because we, we watched the first two episodes the same night. 
And then a couple nights later, I watched the third one, was like, oh, this is unbearable. And I had to stop. But then yesterday, you started watching from the third episode on. I don't know how far you got into it, but it was most of the day. I made it to episode 14. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, th- that was over the course of at least two days. So that's that's good. It was mostly Saturday uh like daytime and then sunday daytime but anyway are you sure because yesterday you started watching it and talking to us about it and i feel like you watched like 10 episodes yesterday no i was sending you messages about it on saturday too are you sure (laughs) yeah yes i'm sure i didn't watch like 10 episodes that day i didn't have 10 hours that day it seems like the most traumatic part of it for you guys was all of the alternative arrangements of 2007 music yes i mean it was really hard for me every time a song that i i knew intimately well in my youth came on because it just i have i have a very sense memory for music and so like i am instantly transported back to the time of my life where i only wore hoodies and sports bras and like it wasn't a good time for me <laughs> so <laughs> well cuz there isn't there like a choir cover of like a fergie song yeah, or something oh, that's yeah, how the third episode that, opens that just made me want to die like it it's the start of the episode and it's like g and i'm like what the fuck is this what am i listening to (laughs) well i mean i you would i would say that that's like unrealistic tv stuff but like we 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 probably sang some dumb (laughs) pop songs in choir that i'm not remembering i don't think it was on the level of glamorous by fergie (laughs) (laughs) and it was like also not a concert like the scene was they like were in the like a start of church it was like the start of the school day it was the start of the school day and like this qu- girls choir was just ushering the students into wednesday i guess i don't really know <laughs> with gl- with glamorous by fergie oh 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 the flossy flossy <laughs> But so the thing that gets me, so I have, I never watched any Gossip Girl when it was actually airing. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like it's a very different experience because I was watching it and like having flashbacks both to 2007 and also to the first time I watched it. Watching it the first time, yeah. And I, I can't imagine watching it for the first time in 2020. I mean, I was just like, I mean, I was I was struggling for a lot of reasons, obviously, because of it's so dated. It's so dated. The cinematography is hilarious at certain points, but also like with the with the going in with the knowledge that I mean, spoilers for Gossip Girl. We already talked about this, that Dan yes. is Gossip Girl. Yeah. It really, truly makes it a show about a psychopath. Like it makes it a show about <laughs> yeah. a psychopathic man who wants to torture the woman he's having sex with. That's all it is. Yeah, as, it, I, as I said last episode, like, my goal is to rewatch it and just note down every single time it is completely implausible for Dan to be Gossip Girl. And it starts, like, right away, because in that first episode, like, Gossip Girl talks about how Jenny, Dan's little sister, almost get gets, like, assaulted at a yeah. party. And it's like, LOL, and, little like, J. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you got raped. Like, <laughs> great, good job, Dan. <laughs> 
You're such a good brother. But yeah, so yeah, there's lots of scenes where it's like Jenny's being assaulted and Dan saves her. And then Gossip Girl is like, LOL, lonely boy, what a cuck, basically. (laughs) It's like, it's like Dan just wants to fucking dunk on himself all the damn time, I guess. Yeah. And I know as it goes on, there are many scenes where Dan is alone in a room and reading the Gossip Girl blog (laughs) and like finding out things that ostensibly he wrote, wrote. which is like... It's completely psychotic. It's it's, it's completely it's, psychotic. It's about a man with multiple personalities or <laughs> psychosis. So I actually put a Cosmopolitan article in the in the uh, the chat that uh, has some of the most egregious moments, many of which I already said to you it when I was watching them because a lot of them are from season one. But there's like, like you said, there's the one in episode six where he's sitting at his table and he's like, Serena wants another date to the ball. How how dare she? And he's sitting in his kitchen by himself reading this post, getting angry. <laughs> and it's like, you wrote that, Dan. You wrote it. Uh, and then there's the episode where where Serena as a pregnancy test for Blair and Gossip Girl outs Serena for it, which forces Dan to have a sex talk with his dad. So is it like, Dan, do you really want to have the sex talk with your dad so bad that you had to impersonate a child girl and write about it on the internet so that people would find out that you and Serena were having sex? Like, what's the what's the plot here, Dan? <laughs> Yeah, it's really like Daniel. <laughs> I know we mentioned it last episode at length about how how bad it was that they like pivoted the who gossip girl was because like they like the post wrote an article like mid I think season 2 that basically guessed that Serena's little brother was gossip girl and so they had they just just decided to abandon that altogether and pivot but in light of that, like, the first season especially makes no sense, knowing that Dan is Gossip Girl. It's yes. truly insane for Dan to be Gossip Girl. Yes. I, I was reading another post where it was like, here are all the hints laid from season one that Dan was Gossip Girl, if you really think about it. And one of the things was like, Dan's the only person we see looking at the Gossip Girl site on a on a laptop instead of a phone. So clearly he was using the laptop to write it, I guess. That that was the logic of the writer who was trying to find these clues. Amongst, like, within that, what other cultural 2007, like, plot of the show aside, because we know that that's not great, what other, like, late 2000s memorabilia is littered throughout the show that br- brings you back to that time. I mean, all the fa- all the fashion, like, that's what... The fashion is what Gossip Girl is known for, and it's, like, it's basically lasting legacy. And it's just, it's a lot to watch, especially the first season, which is so mid-2000s, like, yeah. all the plaid and the skirts and the... Hair scarves. Lots hair and lots of hair scarves. scarves. <laughs> I mean, scarves are back, headbands yeah. are back, but like it's it's got that distinct mid two thousands flavor. Yeah. Were there any like hilarious technology things? What kind of cell phones do they have? I don't. Oh, remember. I mean, they um, had they like have, flip phones. You know, they, they have yeah. The, so two thousand. We'll talk it's about like it later. Two thousand is the year that the first iPhone came out, and so all the phones in the show are like razors and those like little the sliding ones, like sliding ones, yeah, yeah. keyboard. And my favorite, actually, was at the end of season two, when 
in like a fit of peak, I guess, Serena just chucks her phone into a public garbage can on the streets of New York. <laughs> yeah. To, I guess to like symbolically like abandon her connection to her old life or whatever. But it's so funny watching it in 2020 because I wish I could just throw my <laughs> phone in a garbage can <laughs> as if all my shit wasn't saved in the cloud. Well, and that's like, uh, didn't Kira Knightley throw her phone off of a pirate ship filming one of the pirates movies? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that a thing that happened? Well, the, so the funniest thing to me about the phones is like, again, I know I'm harping on this, but all of the scenes where Dan is at a party and Gossip Girl posts and it's like, did you run out of the room, find some Wi-Fi, use your flip phone to write this post and then... Go back to the party without anyone noticing. There's one more Gossip Girl post where he's on a date with Serena. It's like, did he go take a really long shit? <laughs> but he I was think lying. that has to be it. He he just has he tells people he has IBS, but he's actually Gossip Girl. <laughs> That's it's wild. So unless literally, like you said, unless he's going into people's homes and finding their computer rooms and logging into Gossip Girl and posting, he must have the most sophisticated flip phone in history. Because they use, like, the Gossip Girl thing as, like, a narrative device, sometimes, like, you have, like, you know, the Kristen Bell voiceover, like, during a scene, but it's, like, it's, the implication is that the post is gonna go up later, like, it's not actually, it's, the post isn't happening directly during that scene all the time, but well, I know but, there are some uh, yeah. scenes where, like, people are finding out, like, people are, all these people in a crowd are, like, opening their phones because yes. Gossip Girl just posted. Yeah, so there's literally a, a scene in Blair's birthday party where, like, Gossip Girl posts a picture of Jenny and, and Nate hugging, and, like, everyone opens up the phones and reads the post as they're standing there, and, and, and Dan is also standing there looking over someone's shoulder reading the post. <laughs> so With his phone in his pocket having just sent the post. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe he, he, maybe he like, scheduled it. Maybe he got the picture... <laughs> Ran to the bathroom for five minutes, scheduled it for five minutes later, they, came back and okay. did it posted. Did it, did blogs have scheduling technology? I don't know. At this is, point? is Gossip Girl a Zanga site? <laughs> what is it run on? <laughs> oh, it kills me. This kills the Sam. I mean, I, I assume I'm going to do my best to go and watch more Gossip Girl this week and just see how far I can get again. So maybe we'll come back and we'll, this will be a recurring segment on our show is just <laughs> yeah, Gossip Girl check-ins. <laughs> recurring segment, Dan Humphrey is a psychopath. Psychopath. It's crazy. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. anyone, anyone doing this would have been bad, especially anyone in like the main cast, because all the storylines are about them. So anyone yeah. writing a public blog about like their Themselves. own sex life is weird, right? But- the fact that it's Dan is so much. Like, it's I know one of the, like the also, one also of the, the fact that he that he's a writer, and so they're like, <laughs> "That's how. That's that's, that's why." It. Yeah. No, so. I'm I'm telling you the the fact that he is a writer is like the least convincing thing because a male writer would never ever <laughs> deem himself to put on the voice of a teenage girl and write about upper class gossip on a blog like men writers only write about cigars and wars and their fathers well and like the 
I, I was reading more posts about it, and it was like the reason that Dan is Gossip Girl is because he wants to break into this world, and and he's he's an outsider that wants to come inside, but he he literally becomes part of the inside yeah like immediately like immediately (laughs) so if it was this goal with gossip girl to get in the inner circle he succeeded and he didn't need to do it for six more seasons (laughs) or whatever however long gossip girl is yeah he's trying to uh gain a following that he can use for something else it's very xoxo take me seriously as a journalist by dragging himself constantly by telling people that he has like a small dick on the internet like that's literally the kind of things that he writes he's like oh lonely boy can't keep it up and it's like okay dad what's wrong with you i saw that like after after the little brother thing they were going to like the showrunner wanted it to be nate which would make a little more sense i mean because because he's barely around yeah like nate isn't that integral because okay sam do you know what like the end game pairings are no i don't care you can tell (laughs) me okay so the thing about the show is that at the end literally the last like scene is a flash forward to five years after the show and it's dan and serena getting married after everyone has found out that he's been gossip girl what so like it's in light of that like what kind of life is serena living she's for the rest of her life what kind of horrible life is she going to live married to this insane person who has mentally and emotionally tormented her her. for like a decade it's insane that uh, 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 that that is i i i fully was convinced that dan would just end the series alone and like the last shot would be him like laughing at a laptop like a psycho (laughs) like if you watch you on netflix gossip girl should flow directly into you on netflix (laughs) it should be like dan is a creepy 30 year old who continues (laughs) to be a murderer like that's what it should be (laughs) No, there's no way. Yeah, so that that's how, that's how it ends. Do they not have a conversation about like, hey, remember that time where you posted about me buying a pregnancy <laughs> test in the store a week after we had sex for the first time, so that everyone thought that we were, that everyone knew that we were banging, and then <laughs> your dad had a sex talk with you, and like it made our lives significantly harder. Do you remember that, Dad? <sighs> <laughs> I'm so upset. Well, do. Do we have any other uh, Gossip Girl thoughts before we uh, wrap Corey, up this? Corey, you need this... To, when when you get the time, you need to start rewatching it with us because okay. truly, it is the little details of the show that make it insane. <sighs> yeah. Does do you think? Do you agree with me that Adam Brody looks like Penn Badgley? I mean, in... barely. <laughs> barely. I mean, they in, have in the dark in that hair, they're like white men with cheekbones. Yeah, yeah, tall, skinny white men with curly dark hair and, and pronounced cheekbones. That's about it, right? <laughs> That's all you need. Like the thing, the last episode I watched was episode three and like it was so unbearable almost the entire way through. But like the the last scene is like an actual scene with emotional weight where Blair and Serena like actually talk to one another and like have a sort of pseudo reconciliation. 
And I was like, oh, like, this is like, like, this is kind of like the hook of the show. This is why the show worked is that it would fill up an hour with just garbage, with just people <laughs> being horrible garbage people. And then at the end, it would be like, oh, they're actually people. They have feelings. And then the next episode, <laughs> it would just like erase all of that and ignore it and do something else crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. There, are, there are multiple times where Blair, like, literally tortures people, like, just for her own amusement. But then at the end of the episode it's like mm, she learned a lesson but then like, the next episode <laughs> she doesn't follow through with the lesson i like she like she uh uh dan's sister jenny she like gets her drunk as a 14 year old and takes her to a bar and gets her arrested and then the next episode it's like but we're friends again <laughs> and, and, and and also gossip girls like little jay you fucked up <laughs> you you little whore should have gone to the party with blair and it's like Daniel! <laughs> also, um, is it really distracting to any of the rest of you that Taylor Momsen is Cindy Lou Who? Because it always was for me. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. Is. Oh my god. <laughs> no. You're welcome. You know what's wild for me is that Taylor Momsen is also the most lasting part of this series for me because, not really due to this show, but... Because after she, she like basically quit acting after she left the show and Good. she like, she, <laughs> <laughs> she deserved it. <laughs> she, she like does mostly like music stuff. Like she's in a band and I listened to that band a lot when I was in high school, <laughs> like unrelated to this show, but I like her band cause it's like girl rock and I'm into that. Yeah. yeah. But, so she was like, also in a uh, a movie with Kristen Stewart about Joan Jett and yeah, another female yeah. singer. But I really like her band. That's Good. just a thing about Taylor Momsen. <laughs> like don't <laughs> don't watch this show. Just kind of listen to the Pretty Reckless and their their first album, especially, is very good. We forgot to do recommendations, so we'll do recommendations at the end of not of Gossip Girl people doing other things that aren't gossip girl that'll be our so save that for later i mean mine sebastian stan i fully can't handle sebastian stan at yeah. all <laughs> it, i'm so it i'm so happy me. that you i'm so happy that you got to him so early <laughs> i'm so i'm so stressed out and you let it drop last night Corey. that aaron Tavate is there at some point too yeah, and i'm also is. fully not gonna be able to handle that so yeah aaron Tavate eventually shows up as a relative of chase crawford which is very believable oh, because yeah. their faces both make me angry because of how good they are <laughs> chase crawford looks like a ken doll yeah <laughs> like, chase crawford so doesn't pretty. do anything for me i really hate his perfect like smooth face it freaks me yep. out <laughs> It's really, it's really frustrating. Yeah, honestly, none, none of the men in the show do anything for me. They're all so fucking no. stupid that I can't like. Chuck is really fucking ugly, right? Are we all yeah. in agreement here? Like, he's not good looking. No. Okay. Glad Chuck is my me. favorite character. I hate Chuck. I hate Chuck so much. Chuck could die, and I would cheer. Delia, Chuck would be your favorite. character. Chuck is the worst, and that's why he's my favorite character. Not, no one is my favorite character. None of them are my favorite character. Yeah, I mean, they're all they're all horrible people. Maybe Dan's sad dad is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps getting fucked over by women. He's like the... It's funny because I feel like his dad is kind of like they were looking very much for, speaking of the OC, a Sandy Cohen yeah, type. Probably. And then they couldn't get Peter Gallagher, so they were like, we'll get somebody... With similar hair, but like a little younger, yeah, basically. Man, if Peter Gallagher had been in the show, what a world that would have been. 
I mean, surely knowing that the OC ended in 2007, this really just wanted to be the OC, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, this the whole yeah, point basically. of this show, the reason why the show was so big was because the OC was ending and Gilmore Girls was ending and the network needed like another sort of, you know, women and teen focused thing. Drama, and they really played yeah. up like how dramatic and how scandalous the show was. And like, it's like, there's sex stuff in it. Hey, kids, there's sex <laughs> stuff in it. Hey, adults, there's sex yeah. stuff in it. And like, that's, that's the reason why it was like such a big deal when it premiered. I do really like uh, uh, Kristen Bell as the narrator, though. I love Kristen yeah. Bell and I'll, I'll support her in anything yes. she does. You know, you know, what's hilarious. The show is basically the reason that Kristen Bell got to be in Frozen and voice Anna. <laughs> Because she did voiceover work in this, that and then a couple years a couple years later, she got frozen. I hate that. It's true. <laughs> she went from being Dan Humphrey to Anna. <laughs> I do like canonically that Dan Humphrey's like inner voice is Kristen Bell. Yeah, it's not his own voice. Maybe he watched a lot of Veronica Mars <laughs> and learned how to be a murderer from it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, can we can we stop talking about the yeah. awesome girl? We could move on. We could move on. So, um, I put some other things in this doc of things that happened in two thousand seven. Delia, you weren't on the call yet when we discovered this, but um, two thousand seven was also the year that Spider Man three came oh, out. God, do you know I've never watched all of Spider Man three because I just can't. <laughs> it's just impossible for me to watch it. I get too angry and upset. I don't, I really don't like Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. I know, I know that is like the most controversial take and like a bunch of, there are a bunch of like, of the, you know, maybe 20 people who have ever listened to this podcast, a bunch of them are white men who will hate me for that. But I really, Tobey Maguire is my least favorite Spider-Man of all time. I like Andrew Garfield more than Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. I, I, whatever, I don't care, but I just hate the, the entire, the entire musical montage of him <laughs> flipping his extra long hair and walking down this, I hate it so I much. I mean, I love it because it's hilarious, but I can't watch it also. <laughs> Earnestly, the movie I'm most interested in on this list is Ratatouille. I Ratatouille! Love Ratatouille! Oh yeah, Ratatouille. It's me. I'm the rat. Also, the fact that The Simpsons, the movie, is on here freaks me the fuck out because that show is somehow still on air. And they had yeah. their movie in 2007. Just yeah. be done. Just be done. Just be done. I mean, The Simpsons is a good show, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't watch it, but I know that it's a fine show, so Ugh. do it. It's just whatever. too long. Yeah, so I posted the top, the top 10 movies of the year, so that is... From the bottom up, 300 was number 10, God. which... Well, I mean, that that makes sense in my brain when I try and think of, like, 300 and what was happening in both my life and the world at the time. Like, yeah, that's 2007. That makes sense to me. Yeah. That was... Was that... That's Zack Snyder, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where it all began. My enemy. Famed director. Yep. National Treasure Book of Secrets. Then Simpsons movie. I Am Legend. <laughs> Ratatouille. Transformer. Oh my gosh, the, the first, first Transformers. Transformers. God. Wow. Megan Fox deserved better. Yeah, she did. Uh, Shrek the Third, which I still honestly really enjoy. I think, I think all the Shrek movies are, were good. I don't know that I saw the fourth one, but I liked all the first three. Shrek the Third's the one with Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah, and all of the princesses, all the princesses singing immigrant song. 
I don't know how you can remember. <laughs> I think I really like Shrek the Third. I don't think I like Shrek Two very much, but I'm pretty sure I really dug Shrek. The Third. Yeah, I think that I really like Shrek the Third because it's the one where they have all they have Snow White and the, all the princesses come and they have like a battle scene to Immigrant Song. And I didn't know that it was Immigrant Song then, but I do know now because I can what? hear how? Snow White. Like I can how? see the visual and how hear much the was. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, Corey, for your breakdown of the immigrant song. <laughs> what I need to ask is how much was Puss in Boots in Shrek the Third? Um, uh, I don't think much. Okay, then it's, I mean, then it's fine. He was in the ensemble, but there were more people in the ensemble or more characters. Yeah, because so. Justin Timberlake yeah. was playing King Arthur, I think, right? Wasn't he? I have, yeah. I don't know how you can remember anything about well, any Shrek movie. I also really like Arthur. 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 <laughs> Arthur. It's really hard for me to get out because it gives me Merlin thoughts and feelings. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and then the last two, so we had Owen. Oh, so Shrek the Third was the fourth, then we had Spider-Man 3, and uh, the fifth Harry Potter movie, um, and then the final, well not the final, I the, the final Pirates movie that I acknowledge, the which third, is Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean <laughs> at World's movie. End. The yeah. third Pirates movie, yeah. Which was the be- the top the top movie of the year apparently. So we were we were watching The Office because we still are rewatching The Office, and there's a joke in what point where like it's the one where uh, Michael thinks that Johnny Depp is walking around his his condo yes. complex, <laughs> and he was like he was like I'm so excited to tell him my idea for the Pirates franchise, and Jim goes that there should be a fourth one, and it like broke me a little bit because there <laughs> is a fourth one, but Michael Scott was right. <laughs> Right. About this. About this. (laughs) So it wasn't in the top 10, but so I, okay. So I don't know if we've talked about it before. We probably have. I can't remember. But it's a well-known fact that I am a big fan of all of the I love the insert the decade here VH1 specials. And I've watched them all a bunch of times. And in the late 2000s, they did an I love the new millennium, but it wasn't 2010 yet. So they didn't get all the way to 2010. (laughs) They did, I think, 01 to like 08. And then they had to stop because time couldn't go any faster. Yeah, because it was (laughs) 08. Yeah, I understand, Corey. That's how time works. But the beauty of it is, well, first of all, I can't believe they never went back and did those other episodes. They should. There's a whole new decade that's been over for a couple of, (laughs) you know, a couple of weeks. They should do it. And then, uh, but also, I've got a list of all of the things, all the segments from the 2007 episode of I Love the New Millennium, which included Juno, because apparently Juno came out that year as well, which... That's a good movie that I enjoy, and I have a weirdly specific memory of seeing it in Florida with my mother. And, oh, uh, Rock of Love with Bret Michaels. So this was the time of uh, of life yeah. where VH1 was just throwing a lot of money at terrible men in music finding bad relationships. Well, I didn't I didn't mention it earlier because I didn't think anyone cared, Ooh, but... Uh, there's thunder over here, guys! There's just oh. gonna be some thunder in the audio. Ooh. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> a Shot at Love with Tila Tequila was also 2007, so it wasn't just men. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay. Well, you know... Questionable characters. Yes. Yeah, the celebrity uh, relationship shows were very big. Oh, also, it was... 2007 was Don't Taze Me Bro year. Amazing. I- I barely knows. I barely know what that is. Can you please do me a favor and click on get a Mac and tell me if it's about Apple or McDonald's? It's about it's about Apple. Oh, it's, okay. it's, about, it's a yeah. It's the 
when were that when were the i'm an apple i'm a pc commercials it those were then. like early no they, they were earlier they were like early 2000s i think are you sure no because um justin long was an accepted in like 2006 yeah it was justin long and it was john hodgman, hodgman yeah I'm yeah pretty, i'm pretty sure it was maybe i'm crazy Here. 2000, 2008 and 2009 i think oh so, yeah, because he was, yeah, because Justin Long wasn't really a person yet until after about yeah. accepted it. And John Hodgman talks oh, about that's that. What, that's what Get a Mac is. program all the time. <laughs> Guys, that's what Get a Mac is. Yeah, that's, that's okay. what that is. That ad program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it is 2007. I was wrong. <laughs> if only you had clicked on it and told me. <laughs> Corey, please tell me, please tell me what they say about Bacon Craze. I didn't click through. It's not. I, I screenshotted the Wikipedia site. I didn't copy all the links out of the Wikipedia site. But uh, I, I think that it's just that people started putting bacon on a lot of stuff and we never really stopped. Yeah, I'm just curious to say, like, how they worded it. How would they word it in this article? People really liked bacon. I hear I have a I have the Wikipedia article open for bacon mania. Um, bacon mania <laughs> refers to passionate bacon and enthusiasm in the United States and Canada. Novelty oh bacon dishes and other bacon-related items have been popularized rapidly via the internet. Cool. I mean, I know that's what it was. It just really bums me out to hear it, like, written down, <laughs> you know? Aww. <laughs> Aww. Negative publicity surrounding the swine flu, although not transmitted via pork, hit sales and prices in the pork industry in 2011, leading to the da- downcline of the bacon craze. <laughs> Aww. Swine flu. Aww. Aww. Swine flu. Why you gotta do it to us? I don't think I don't think that like I can't remember anybody in the world being like guess I have to give up bacon because of swine flu. <laughs> Maybe I don't think we were the target audiences for bacon craze. Probably. I guess that's true. <laughs> I mean, in 2007 I was how old was I? Like 14. We would have been Yeah, I was going to say this is the back the back half of freshman year, first half of sophomore year. Yeah, like 14, 15. Yeah, I do, I don't think I I don't think I was being sold bacon directly. I was, I, I was twelve. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Delia, you also missed Sam singing too many lyrics to Soldier Boy Tell 'Em. Oh yeah, <laughs> why? Because that song also came out this year. I know, but why do you know so many of it? Like, I, I got a new dance for y'all called the Soldier Boy. You gotta punch it and crank that three times from left to right. Ah, oh, Soldier Boy up in it. Oh, watch me crank it. Watch me roll. Watch me crank that Soldier Boy. That's super good. Oh, that watch me you. That's Soldier Boy. Why? It only has like twenty lyrics. There's like there's like a sentence. It's been thirteen years. Flush watch, it from your brain. Watch me lead. They watch me row. Super the Oh yeah. Watch me crank that Robocop. Super I watch me chuck, chuck it on the hate of it. When I do that soldier boy i cried to the left i took the thing down stop (laughs) i i mean as i said this is part of my era of like music i just i know all the lyrics to no matter what and i could probably sing every single song on this list every single as i said earlier i'm gonna buy you a drink i'm gonna take you home with me i got money in the bank tell me what you think about that we get the gray Cadillac. We in the bed like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> okay, I'm, Sean is on this call right now, and I just want to say to him, this is the life that he's chosen. It is. It's the life he's chosen for himself. 
Well, <laughs> since we're in the music mode, I guess we can hop down for a second and talk about some of the music of this era. Um, so, so how many of the songs on this list have been covered in Gossip Girl? Oh my in god! What you've watched so far? I actually you said don't... for Galicious. Yeah, I don't think many of them because I think it was like concurrent. I think if we went back okay. to the 2006 hits, that's where it oh, would all be. Oh I'm... my gosh, I forgot about uh, Girlfriend, the Avril Lavigne song. Hey, oh, hey, man. you, you. That, that I song don't like your feels like it's so much older than that. It feels like well, I've all... Yeah. It feels... That's one of those songs, I've, songs I feel like I've known since I was born, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, like, simple songs that don't have many lyrics, once you... You've you've known it for years since after you hear the, the chorus twice through. True. Yeah. That, man, okay. So 2007 had a lot of, like, wee-oo, ooey kind of, kind of music, huh? <laughs> Are you thinking about Sweet Escape also? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because Sweet Escape is in there. There's at least a couple Ooh. of songs that have some version Wee-oo. of that. Right. Ooh. Man, there's three Fergie songs on this list. It was good f- for her. It was Fergie's year. Yeah, it was Fergie's time. <laughs> the Duchess. The Duchess. The Duchess. <laughs> uh, Umbrella's on Ooh. here, which is which I only care about because of Tom Holland. Sorry, yeah. Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, a Daughtry song on here. So just so oh. you guys know. It's not just me that likes Daughtry. Uh, yeah, I know. People from 2007. It's 2007. It's 2007. <laughs> and no one should like Daughtry now. <laughs> we all liked Daughtry then. He came in fourth <laughs> in American Idol. <laughs> Speaking of American Idol, I guess when did... So Carrie Underwood might have just recently won that that year. Yeah, American Idol as well. Because before he cheats, it's on this list. Well, she had a whole year of like... Jesus take the wheel though first, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Jesus take the wheel and a sundry. That's that's a mood right now, <laughs> to be honest. This year, my sense memory of before he cheats is I was watching like MTV on a Saturday morning, and the music video for that premiered, and yeah. I watched it and was like, I feel powerful. <laughs> I, I, I used to I used to watch the countdown every weekend yeah, when I was too. a kid. <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that bums me out. <laughs> I remember I remember when I was like super young, like this is so there's a uh, um a Maroon Five song on here and it's from their like third or fourth studio album. But I remember from songs about Jane, like their first album when that was really big, and I was watching the countdown every weekend and when Maroon Five wasn't number one or number two, I would get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So I was uh oh. I was incensed. Last thing is that hey, hey There Delilah is on this list, and that song, I've had so many people sing that song to me, even though that's not my name, and I feel like that's Jesse... That's not my I, name. I, yeah, I feel that's like... That's not my name. <laughs> I feel like Jesse Eisenberg from that interview, like, please, Abraham, I'm not that not man. That man. <laughs> oh, uh, jumping briefly back to the, uh, the I love the 2000s list, rock bands on there, um, and there is a scene in... Gossip Girl, where they're not playing rock band, but they are having a guitar hero competition, and it's like Vanessa and Serena having a guitar hero battle for Dan's love. (laughs) 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 And it's it's a lot. I remember, I have a sense memory of that scene. (laughs) And I hate that. It's quite a lot. And at the end of the episode, they're like making up and making friends. And and Serena goes like, but you do have to admit, I've got the guitar hero skills. And it's like, no, (laughs) it's like, I, 
I am dead now. <laughs> Speaking of death, the last Harry Potter book also came out that year. So yeah. that's another big cultural moment that happened that, you know, is dead now. Yeah. Also, uh, Hairspray, the movie came out that year. We've talked about that in our other our other musical episode, so we don't need to talk about it. Perfect film. Cannot be beaten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was probably then the last year that I saw that because I haven't <laughs> watched it since I watched it when it came out. That was right when uh, Zac Efron started to to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when that that that's the same year that um, High School Musical like three came out. I think. Yeah, and that was like one of his. his he was like breaking away from he High was, School Musical. Was he breaking free? <laughs> <laughs> was he was he soaring, flying? Was there not a star in heaven that he couldn't reach? He had to branch out from High School Musical and do a different musical. That was his branch out. He actually learned how to sing by that point, though, at least. As opposed to yes. being dubbed to death. <laughs> yes, we appreciate him for that. Uh, I do know all the lyrics to all the songs from the first High School Musical as well, too. If we're, if we're keeping a tally of, <laughs> of songs of I know. Any self-respecting millennial does, right? Well, of our generation. That whatever, whatever level of millennial we are. We're young millennials. I mean, High School Musical came out when I was like, I think I was like still in elementary school and like about to go into middle school. So like, yeah, I, I was I was the peak demo for it. I think we were starting high school. But uh, so amongst the other things that we can talk about with 2007 specifically are the shows that began and ended. We kind of talked about this already. Gilmore Girls and the OC ended to usher in a new era of high schoolers doing uh the nasty inappropriate (laughs) stuff on tv sam you sound like you're either speaking directly into your microphone or like yelling from 20 feet away (laughs) there's no in between whenever i I say something ridiculous i do lean in really close yes i can hear it i can hear your mouth making the sound for for effect (laughs) good sorry sean (laughs) he should be used to it by now though i do it all the time are there any other shows on this list of things that started that we want to talk about? Let's not talk about Big Bang Theory starting. It's no. Yeah. Keeping Up with the Kardashians started. So You Think You Can Dance started. No, that's uh, Say, say Yes to the Dress. Sorry. Yeah. I figured that abbreviation might cause some confusion. Yeah. I, I said, as I said in the chat yesterday, I was like, it's a uh, an era of innovation, question mark, in reality TV. Because we got uh, Say Yes to the Dress, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and then... Do you consider, like, quiz shows reality TV? Eh. I, I mean, guess. they're quiz shows. I they're feel like game, game shows, shows are different. Game yeah, shows? Yeah, but. okay. Well, are, are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader also started, and I definitely watched a lot of that when I was when I was a youth. Yeah, I, I know you did, because you would talk to me about it, and I would be like, uh-huh, because <laughs> I didn't watch it at all. <laughs> I know you watched it for many years, because you would I, talk to me about it. I wanted to be smarter than a fifth grader. (laughs) A lot of people Uh, are, Sam. I was going to say, what grade were you in in 2007? Were you in sixth grade? I was in seventh grade. (laughs) So it was like real. It was very pressing for you at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I was was like, I was like, it's me. I could be them. (laughs) Um, But I also do hate Jeff Foxworthy. That was the worst part of that show. Oh, a uh, piece of trivia about me. My first kiss with my now husband was during an episode of Say Yes to the Dress. 
So that's Which just very cute. cute. That's just good to know. Very cute. Very cute. Is it cute or is it slightly embarrassing? I mean, it's both. <laughs> As with most things in, in, you know, the past, it's both. One thing that started, and I'm, I'm guessing only lasted for one or two years on air, uh, is Pushing Daisies, which we should do an episode about at some point. Yeah, because yeah I, I need to watch it. it. It's very short, it's very good, and Lee Pace is a big I man. I love Lee Pace. He's a big, tall, strong man, and it's very funny when you put him <laughs> next to Kristen Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth looks at him like she could climb him like a tree, and she probably could. And I love it very much. Is he gay? Huh? That's, <laughs> is, is Lee Pace gay? I don't not think so. I know that, but I've not really investigated it much. I think he's straight. I feel like I looked this up when I got really in The Hobbit earlier this year, but I can't remember um, what I found. Then you would know better than I would. I say I saw a post about the about Stanley Tucci, and it was like every year I Google is Stanley Tucci gay to remind myself <laughs> that Stanley Tucci is not gay. <laughs> so, so maybe Lee yes, Pace he is. Here. He is gay. Oh, he is. Okay. Oh, he okay. came out just a couple years ago. Okay. He's also oh. six fucking five. <laughs> Yeah, he's huge. It's it's why he was in The Hobbit playing an elf, because he was gigantic. <laughs> he's a very large man. <laughs> well, we also, I mean, we can wrap up our talking about TV shows, because there's a Disney Channel rejuvenation with Corey in the house and Wizards of Waverly Place both starting, which neither, I don't know, were any of us really strongly connected to either of those. Wait, wait, wait. Going back one second, apparently Ian McKellen outed Lee Pace. <laughs> Oh, he did. Yeah, it was like during it was basically during the press for like yeah. the last Hobbit movie. And he like mentioned he mentioned offhand that there were there were several people in the cast who were not straight. Yeah. And then that kicked off like a round of rumors <laughs> <laughs> about like everyone in that cast, basically. Yeah, apparently he is Richard Lee Armitage gay. Lately Pace does not self-identify as gay, and he has dated both men and women, and, but doesn't really, doesn't really okay. categorize himself as anything. But he's, he's, he's mine. He's, he's one queer. of ours. I mean, yeah, he's a queer. <laughs> he's one of ours. He's a, he's, a, he's a queer with a capital Q, and that's why I like it. <laughs> Good. That's all I needed. But it's funny. I, I think it would be funny to be outed by, by uh, Ian McKellen. I mean, it would be traumatic, yeah. probably, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of all the people that could out you, I would be yeah. fine with Ian McKellen. <laughs> right. If you were Ian McKellen, I'd be like, okay, that's fine, because it's Ian McKellen. He knows. Yeah. He, yeah. He's hard to be mad at. Yeah. He's very and hard to be like mad at. It seems like he did it on accident, so yeah. it was just, he was old, and he, <laughs> he's old and comfortable in his sexuality, and he wants you to be with him, and he said a bad thing, but it's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, the last thing. Do we want to talk about any of these last couple of shows or do we just want to hop to the couple other things we have on this list? As we can move on. <laughs> what do you remember about Windows Vista? Anything? I mean, uh, I feel like it's the Windows platform that I've used the most because it came out in like 2007. The most? I really? thought that it was bad and they got rid of it immediately. I, was that I, I don't think I used Vista very much. I'm pretty sure I jumped almost exclusively from like XP to, to 7. Right. I thought that it crashed and burned. Am I making that up? I'm trying to remember what Vista looked like. It was the very, like, shiny and chrome one. Yeah, we had that on our home computer for a long-ass time. Everything was utterly shiny. Yeah, everything was shiny. Yeah, that's the one I used probably the most up until I went to college. I don't think I used it ever at all. The other the la the other thing is Potter Puppet Pals started, though I don't think that, th that 2007 was when I was watching Potter Puppet Pals, no. right? No. I don't think they were popular until... No, that's the year they went viral. 
Oh, okay. Oh, so that sounds about right to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, so a lot of stuff happened in 2007 of questionable quality. A lot of things in, in the late 2000s were of questionable uh, questionable quality, questionable taste. But, uh, you know, again, Britney survived that year, so hopefully we can uh, survive our lives this year. Anybody have any other 2007 um, thoughts before we move on? I'm trying to think of something to recommend that any of the Gossip Girl actors have done that I would recommend. All right, well, I'll go first because I know what mine is. So our recommendations, like I said, are very on the fly this week. I just made up the category as we got talking. (laughs) Uh, But we're going to recommend stuff that people in Gossip Girl have done that is not, you know, Gossip Girl. Um, So people that that includes, you know, Chase Crawford, Leighton Meester, Blake Lively, Penn Badgley, they've all gone on and done other things that are arguably better than Gossip Girl. Uh, Um, Penn Penn Badgley put a big asterisk next to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he did something that is incredibly similar, though he did dye his hair. He did dye his hair blonde and DJ in Spain for a while, I think. Excuse me. Great. (laughs) Pardon me. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Google it and double check me, but I, I'm pretty sure that's a thing that happened. But uh, yeah, so my recommendation is um, what Leeton Meester's been up to, which is marrying Adam Brody and also um, being on Single Parents on ABC. It is the Taryn Killam and her ensemble sitcom about single parents, and they have some of the only not annoying child actors on TV working currently. And it's like, it's just a really good show. Corey Corey really hates child actors. No young Sheldons in that cast. Yeah, Ian Ian Armitage is not there. But yeah, so they've got a good cast of young kids. They've got a good cast of adults. Uh, Brad Garrett is also there. And um, it only lasted two seasons. They canceled it, which I'm mad about. I'm hoping that maybe somebody picks it up for a couple more seasons digitally. But uh, it was J.J. Philbin and Liz Merriweather, the creators of, well, co-creators of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl, created it. So it's it's a good show. It's a cute sitcom um, if you're looking for something that's kind of light and fun and similar kind of vibes to, you know, New Girl and or Brooklyn Nine-Nine in, like, comedy stylings. But... All right, Sam, you want to do yours because it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have seen so little of the Gossip Girl cast in anything. I like I literally went through Blake Lively's uh, filmography. And the only thing I can definitively say I have seen of hers is Green Lantern, which is not not worth <laughs> recommending. Uh, but she is one of the quote unquote unsatisfied girlfriends in the I just had sex music video by the Lonely Island. So that's what mine my recommendation is: is go watch <laughs> the I just had sex music video from Lonely Island. Uh, yeah, mine again is uh, the Pretty Reckless, which is Taylor Momsen's band, and also I guess ju- it's just a plea that I would like Disney to hurry up and give me the uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon show yeah. already. Yes. I because yes. I need that in my life. Thank you, and that's yeah, that's the that it's the reason that I paid. I paid for three years of Disney Plus. <laughs> I know. It's, I think for, it's so wild that you got for on these the- Marvel shows, and now they're all delayed, and I'm furious about it. Disney <laughs> Disney knew Disney knew it was coming. They were like, we got to get people in here, so let's lock them in for a three-year contract. And then shut the world down. I am not paying them $30 to watch Mulan. 
No. I also no. have not heard good things about Mulan. Yeah, I've heard very bad things, especially from, like, actual Chinese people. So I'm like, <laughs> no thank you. I'm oh. good. Apparently Mulan has the FBI slogan engraved on her sword. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Yikes, what? <laughs> well, we'll talk about, yeah, Mulan will be free on uh, Disney Plus in December, I heard. So yeah, so we can talk about it, it then. Good Because I'm not, paying, can... I'm not pay- paying Disney another red cent. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait. Man, who the fuck is the sucker who's paid for it now, then, if it's going to be free in a few months? People who don't like delayed gratification? I don't know. That people, exists. For, for people, Mulan? Who for, people who, for some reason, don't realize that there are so many other things to watch right now. Including the original Mulan. Yeah. I, I think I'd honestly rather watch more Gossip Girl than this yeah, new same. movie. So. Same. Well, luckily that's what that's what's available <laughs> to you for the low low price of what you already pay Netflix. So oh, last last comment on uh, Gossip Girl before we wrap up. I was watching it last night and Sean came downstairs and like the stinger <laughs> the stinger for the next episode title came on and he looked up to the screen and he was like, "Please stop it." I do not want to watch the Blair Bitch Project. Because <laughs> that was the next episode title. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that when you told us that. I thought yeah. you were just being clever. No, that was the next episode title. But it was very funny. <laughs> well, okay, we're, I, we're I, done. I, we have to be yeah, done. I, I do. I assume that our Gossip Girl gossip column will be back in later episodes, but uh, we'll, we'll make it a smaller part of, of other episodes. Uh, but that's going to do it for us this week. This has been Discontent, a podcast about nothing and for no one. You can find us on Instagram at Facebook at Discontent Podcast and on Twitter at Discontent Cast. And if you like our show, you can, I guess, leave us a review. Apparently more people are listening to this now, and I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> please sign please sign all your reviews with xoxo gossip girl yeah. please don't uh, i don't want a bunch of dan humphreys listening to the show uh our theme song is south of france by the swing ninjas thanks very much to them for letting us use it we look forward to the uh remixed choir girls version to kick off the next school day <laughs> in an episode of gossip girl all right i'll see you guys next week enjoy your gossip girl viewing Ah, uh, sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>